0: Alright, back for another Tim Talk. Hey, I wanna I wanna start this talk off with a little preface. I know I, I know that sometimes I probably repeat things or even subjects, but when I do these Tim Talks, I do them, they just come out of me. I don't have like a pre I have a subject, but I don't I don't write anything down. So each time new things come forth, so I think it's worth hearing them twice if it's the same subject, but a different talk. But for the best of me, I try not to do that. Um, But I think sometimes repeating things is really, really, really important for learning. It's one of the ways we humans learn is through repetition. So the saying I'm going to start this Tim Talk off with now, I probably have said before, but I think it's way worth, way worth um, thinking about and so here we go um and it's it's that you can change the world you can change the world so it's written by margaret mead a famous anthropologist in the quite a few years back she has a whole wing of the uh new york natural history museum named after her and she spent a lot of time studying uh cultures particularly in the south pacific And much of it was about how people, earth people, earth cultures, live close with nature, how they do it, and the interactions between them, and and how nature affects their actions and their relationships. And she wrote, and I think this is one of the most important things you could ever, ever, ever read. She wrote, now let this in, take a moment, like a little meditation, take a moment and let this in, I'm going to read it twice to you. Never doubt, that a small group of thoughtful, committed citizens can change the world. Indeed, it's the only thing that ever does. And I will, I will add it, that ever has. Margaret Mead. Never doubt that a small group of thoughtful, committed citizens can change the world. Indeed, it's the only thing that ever does. That is a massive statement. She learned that. From watching and studying and observing people, particularly Earth people. Um, she's a cultural anthropologist. That's her, what she does. I often thought, looking back on my life, that's a path I could have taken. And I'm very happy with being a teacher, but that's a path that really interests me. And it's fun to think about that sometimes. Like if you had another life to live and another life to live and another life to live. What, would you do the same exact thing? Would you try something different? And then, maybe within what you're doing now, you could add some of that stuff to make your life more wonderful, you know? So, as a teacher, I spend a lot of time observing my students um, and humans all over the place, wherever I travel, whatever I do, um, interacting with nature. And in that observation, I learn a tremendous amount about how to be a good teacher about what's effective, what's not effective, when to speak up, when to be quiet and just get out of the way and let nature do the teaching. When can I enhance the teaching nature does? When do people shut down, how to bring them back? You know, there's so much I've learned from my own kind of amateur uh, anthropology studies of human beings in my school and in life in general. But all I want you to get mostly out of this saying that Margaret Mead wrote is that you are the change. Every single great idea that ever manifested in this world from a human being came from one person originally. Maybe a couple of people sat and brainstormed together. It might've come from two or three, or once in a while, maybe a group of people brainstormed. But even in that brainstorming, someone started it off. But what you have to understand is, it's like a a snowball going down a hill. There always has to be somebody to take the leadership role in a good idea. If you're going to go clean up plastic on the beaches, if you're going to decide to save an area and have Congress voted into a wilderness area, if you're going to take down an old dam and bring it back, um, if you're going to create a, a park or a wildland that's good for wildlife, clean up a river, whatever you're going to do, create, get people to get out and vote for people who do things for the planet, protest to protect wolves or trees from being cut down or wolves from being shot in places like Wisconsin and Michigan where they're wiping them out right and left. Bring the Endangered Species Act back. I'm just kind of free thinking here. It's endless. It starts with one person. And then you give it life. It's like taking care of a plant, planting a tree and watering it. You nurture it, you tell somebody and you ask somebody for help. Big thing, ask for help. People love to help, ask for help. Um, You work hard, and as an example, you entice people through your energy around a subject. If you get no help at all, do what you can yourself, but never, ever, ever, I would add, give up. Never give up. We're working for and fighting for our planet, and I say our planet, and the planet of every other living being. It's noble work. So let me read it one more time and just know that you can be that committed citizen. You can be the one that is the change. And I would ask you to look in the mirror and ask yourself, why aren't you now if you aren't? And if you are now, then do more even and more. Here's the saying again, never doubt that a small group of thoughtful, committed citizens can change the world. Indeed, it's the only thing that ever does. Ho! Oh.